I have to tell the people about the Patreon. Yes, you do. Patreon.com slash SMDB. SMDB, like so many damn books. For just a dollar, you can join up and you get access to all the exclusive content that I record just for the Patreon. Also, you get to join the book club. The So Many Damn Books book club. It's been some of the best conversations I've had about books. It really always sounds like a blast. I usually like come home and just hear like giggles coming from the library. So it's a great time. You should join. And I would love to have more people join the fray. You may or may not know that Christopher runs this whole show himself on the hosting side, on the technical side, everything. This is a one-man show, truly. He does it all. Support your boy Christopher. Even at the dollar level really helps. So uh, join up patreon.com slash smdb i'd love to have you patreon.com slash smdb on with the show i don't know i i feel like as i get older um i just stop believing that things are coming our way does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, man. So many, so many, so many damn books. I'm Christopher. I'm Drew. And this is So Many Damn Books. How's everybody doing? I don't know. They're not here. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Let's let's start by saying that um, we're doing a new format where we're actually going to talk about the drink we're drinking every time. Um, and this time we uh, we have... What I'm calling um, the missing stick, which is uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it's whiskey and simple syrup that I flavored with Tivana s'mores tea and uh, a little bit of cardamom bitters uh, made by Scrappy's bitters. So pause the episode, go and make all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Tivana, you can order online. Well, yeah, there you get go. Get a little Amazon drone. Apparently those things are going to show up within 30 minutes. Oh my God. That's, that's, you know what? That's awesome. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to what'd you buy? So clearly both of us have, have been picking up tournament a whole lot books. of stuff. Yeah. For the tournament. Um, but let's talk about what we bought instead of tournament books. Because both of us, I think it's true. Anytime we go into a bookstore with a plan. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. What'd you get? What'd you buy? So I picked up a copy of a book uh, that I had hoped would be in the tournament and mm. wasn't. Mm. But I decided that I'm going to stop making excuses and just read it. The Wake by Paul Kingsnorth. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Written in the ye the ye oldie speak, uh, and apparently it takes like thirty pages, and then you're in it, and then you're in it, which you know does not feel unlike Shakespeare. So I'm down. Um, yeah, and then I also I have that on my stand as well. I'm excited about it. I oh, wanted yeah. it to be, I wanted it to be I a really tournament book. I think it's going to be fun to think about the way that it's. Um, and then I grabbed two galleys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is sudden death by Alvaro Enrique. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds very cool. It's about, I don't know, tennis and murder plots and centuries. Done. Yeah. Sold. Um, finally, one of the books that I've been very much looking forward to ever since I heard that the title was announced. The regional office is under attack! 
There's an it's exclamation point, so you gotta yeah, shout it's, it. It's um, like how panic at yeah. the disco. Yeah, exactly. Or the go team. That one never really made as much sense to me. Uh, it's about something called the regional office. And it's apparently under attack. It's under attack. Female assassins. Uh, it's by Manuel Gonzalez, who wrote uh, The Miniature Wife. Oh, great yeah. Great collection of short stories. Great collection of short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm yeah, that's stoked a lot of good st- about that one. Yeah, a lot of good reading that you can't do yet. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? There's this bookstore across from um, acclaimed restaurant, Egg, called Book Thug Nation. They had all sorts of awesome used books, and they had an expansive Muriel Spark section. Ooh. And I kind of feel like I might, I don't know, I she might be my next sort of Patricia Highsmith obsession yeah. with these like lady novelists who were capturing a side of the world um, that was unheard of for their time and kind of for our time too. Yeah. So I, I picked up a really cool, you know, uh, Dell paperback of the prime of miss jean brody a classic and uh, i got a really awesome hardcover first edition um from macmillan of the ballad of peckham rye Mm. which is really cool uh so i'm really excited about that so the tournament of books it is upon us Uh uh-huh the shortlist is here it is here. We've talked about this a lot. Uh, we always end up talking about it. Gone back and listened to old episodes. Are like, oh, oh, it's that thing they talk about. And and, uh, and some of some of you are probably only returning to our podcast because we're going to start about talking about the tournament of books again. Yeah. Because according to our listener stats, people like when we talk about the <laughs> tournament of books. Um, and this year is really exciting for many reasons. The biggest one is we are actually involved yeah it's fun we get to uh step in and relieve john and kevin in the tournament commentary booth yeah so the way the tournament works is uh they release the short list of 16 books and those books uh are paired off and go up against each other in rounds not in a march madness style bracket right and they bring in sort of literary or internet celebrity type people to come in and read both books and decide on which one is going to co- uh, continue on into the next round. Yep. And there are also this thing called the zombie round. Yeah. Which is if, if a book, when a book is eliminated, it becomes eligible to become a zombie as any human being who is eliminated <laughs> the, becomes eligible to become a zombie. And the zombie is already voted on. Um, but... It basically is anybody who's really into the tournament, they can, when the shortlist is, is announced, they also allow you to vote on the book that you like the most from the list. And the, bo- and the book that uh, receives the most votes, the two books that res- receive the most votes are brought back. Yeah. After the finals. It's very fun. So, or the, yeah, the finals. After so the, the finals, semifinals. Semifinals. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then it's the zombie round and then the championship. So right. it really gives an opportunity to, to books that people really loved. Yeah. Um, and it's not like a critical thing. It's, it's much more voting with your gut. He went away and you hung around and bothered me every night. And when I wouldn't go out with you, 
You said things that weren't very nice. What of the 16 books did you vote for the zombie? Fates and Furies. Hmm. It's I learned the hard way. Vote for your favorite book, not yeah. the one you think needs it. Yeah. Uh, I voted for The Turner House oh. by Angela Flournoy. Nice. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I love this book, and I would never have read it if it hadn't been a tournament of books book. So I kind of felt like I should give it my vote in that, in that respect. That's the great thing about the tournament. There are always those books where all of a sudden our reading list becomes, okay, maybe you didn't get to 10, 15, 16 of these books. Now is the time. Yo, what did you read and where did you read it? Did you like the book? Would you ever reread it? Did the words sink in? Do you have a question? Did you understand it? What's your comprehension? Reading comprehension. Reading comprehension. I, I wanted to ask you this question. Um, what other books... Now that the shortlist has been released, what books do you wish had been on it? What's what are the like two or three books that you really were hoping were aforementioned The Wake? Yeah, um, I think that would have been really fun. I'll trade with that, and I, I really wanted Reef Larson's I Am Radar. Oh on yeah, because you know I, that is gonna sit perennially on my sort of like I'll get there at some point. The big loss for me, uh, and I I dare say even for you is the lack of the lack of Kleeman. Yeah, I really want the, the 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 best thing about the tournament or and why we keep coming back to it and we'll come back to it again in a moment. Um is uh it's just the best group of people. Yeah. Uh, commenting on books. It's really smart commentary and really smart um discussion. And I just I just wanted a back and forth of these smart people about Kleeman. Um I, is there anything that you were surprised surprised that it was left off not that you wanted it on the list but that you were like oh wow maybe just because it made the long list and we did talk about it a lot um for it was even on our top six list was i really thought um the first bad man by miranda july would have made it because it seems like it hits all of their things you know yeah and and the fact that it didn't it's it's strange to me um, I was su- I was very surprised, honestly, at no city on fire. Yeah, yeah, that's another big one that was that I feel like they would have loved to tear into. <laughs> to tell you the truth, the other the other book that I was not surprised didn't make it, but in a way of like, oh right, you can't read people's minds. I was convinced that Lisa Lutz's How to Start a Fire was oh, yeah. going to get in when it was on the long list. And it was everything. on the long list. John Warner has been a huge fan of it. Actually, let's go over the shortlist. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Uh, okay, so heading in alphabetical order by author. Um, we begin with The New World by Chris Adrian and Eli Horowitz. Uh, Eli, author of The Pickle Index, which we recently talked about. Um, I read The New World a while ago when it was on Atavist Books. Right. May they rest in peace. And I mean, the app does a cool thing with how you move through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what you think. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely going to read the app since I have the technology. I do feel bad for people who, because you're, you've kind of been saying that it's better as the app. Yeah. I think it, um, 
if you can go for the app version, I think you should is sort of the, yeah, it doesn't, it's not like a crazy interactive app, but there it's just, it challenges the way you read a story Hmm. one time. And it does it in such a cool way that I was like, Oh, all right. Mm, Okay. Uh, the, the next book is the sellout by Paul Beatty. Yeah. And this is of course, this is a book that is fascinating on so many levels. And, I think has a good chance of winning it all. Um, it's definitely going to make a run. Yeah. For sure. It's going to, yeah. Next up, Bats of the Republic by Zachary Thomas Dodson. Um, I'm loved, excited to read it. I loved this book. It's It It seems like there's a an amount of like diving in that is required. True or false? You Having already read it. The thing about Bats of the Republic is it goes back and forth between two time periods. Mm -hmm. And I think while I was reading it, I would read one time period and put it down and then pick it back up and read the other and put it down. And it kind of took me a bit of a while, but I really liked living in the world for a while because it is because it's the, the part, the one time period is the future and that dystopian time period is really interesting. And, um, and it's a strange thing. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the, talking about this one with people. Uh, the next book up is The Turner House by Angela Flournoy. Oh, man, it's so good. Which is so, it's so good. I am a sucker for like a big family novel, too. And, and this, this is, is a big family. It's a big family. 13 kids yeah. in the Turner family. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, um, it's a great look at Detroit. Next up is sort of a strange one. Our Souls at Night by Kent Haroof. He passed away at the end of 2014. You were saying he was, these are all these books are set in the same sort of small town. Yeah. Um, I've never read any of them. This is going to be my first. I'm curious and excited. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a tiny little book. Yeah. I think from everything that I've seen, it's going to go fast. Mm. Speaking of going fast, uh, the next book, Ban and Ban Liu by Banu Kapil. The nice thing about the tournament is that these books would not cross people's radar. Yeah, otherwise. some of them never would. Yeah. I mean, this for sure, the, the publisher is like the tiniest of right. publishers. Right. There was a tiny uproar of people who were trying to buy it. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like they printed like 100 copies. Yeah. And now we have all of them. So. Yeah. Um, so that must be exciting, though. Yeah. Next up, Valeria Lucelli's The Story of My Teeth. Um, I really enjoyed this one. I read it at the end of last year just because it had been on my stack for a while. Oh, it's got a great cover. Yeah, it's like a raised cover too. It's very, it's... Um, and I, uh, yeah, the story of my teeth just sounds interesting. I'm, I'm ready to go into that. Yeah. Uh, next up, I was so happy that this got included. The Czar of Love and Techno by Anthony Mara. Um, we his, both really loved the yeah. constellation of vital phenomena. And this one, it's... He, he's a, he's a good with the titles, that boy. <sighs> He's good with the writing too. <laughs> this one, it's um, it's uh, linked short stories, mm. which you know there's always conversation about short stories in the tournament, and this being more like Visit from the Goon Squad than like which is Alice a, Monroe, which is a tournament winner. Yeah, um, I could see this one doing some damage. Um, next up is uh, the Sympathizer by Viet Thanh Nguyen. Um, 
which is like a set in the seventies in, in Saigon, Vietnam, right? Saigon, yeah. yeah. And it seems like it's sort of got might, decent buzz. It's got great buzz, yeah. and it, it sort of was positioned by you know publicists <laughs> <laughs> as a, a sort of similar to brief brief history of seven killings. Oh, interesting. And sort of like that. I, I I have no idea what how it's like that. Right. Um, but this is one of those that I'm really another one that of course I'm very interested in reading. Um, speaking of interested in reading, I've been looking for an excuse to read this. Uh, the Whites by Richard Price, writing as Harry Brandt. I, I like on the back. Uh, I can't. I think it's Michael Chabon or some somebody who's saying like he's fooling nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it says right on the cover. Um, maybe did they release a, any version that didn't say it was Richard Price right on the cover? No, for, uh, from what I've been told, the paperback is just says Richard Price. <laughs> so they're not like, just giving up on the whole. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that. That's yeah. not even. I mean, you know, Robert Galbraith novels come out saying Robert Galbraith, right? And there's no J.K. Rowling's name is nowhere near it. Next up is an, an another little sort of oddity Oreo by Fran Ross which was originally pu- published in the 70s. Yeah, disappeared. And di- and to no to nothing. Yeah. And uh and it's being re-released. This uh it was re-released this last year. Um next up uh The Book of Aaron by Jim Shepard which um I it's it's one of those books that is low on my reading list for the tournament. Um just because it it seems like it's a pretty bleak story about a young a young boy in poland as the germans show up right but so. it's um it was came highly recommended by john warner yeah and yeah he he berated me for saying that i wasn't going to read it so now i feel like i have to he has yet to steer me wrong and also the book is another one of these tiny ones yeah it's like barely 200 pages yeah um Next up is The Invaders by Carolino Vaklaviak. I don't know anything about The Invaders, but it seems it was one of these novels that caught a little steam at the end of 2015. She had a book out a while ago, uh, how how to get into the Twin Palms, how to break into the Twin Palms from right. $2 Radio. Um, and she's now, she's at BuzzFeed now, which is pretty cool. That is cool. I'll say now that I go into Goodreads and I look at reviews and most of them are useless. But um, it is interesting when when people are on both sides of a book. Yeah. And it's fun to see like what they're what the thing that both of them are really into or or can't fight can't find the common ground in between. Yeah. And this is one of those that has a really passionate fan base and a really passionate detractor base. That's always great. It certainly means we're gonna get great discussion out of it. Right. Um the last book before the play-in is, of course, A Little Life, Hanya Yanagihara, which is my caveat. I think that this could win. I think certainly if it gets eliminated before the zombie round, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this year there's a play-in round. Yeah, they do this every once in a while. Um, yeah, they did this with a bunch of war books one year, yeah, was, which was really that funny. That was rough. And um, then uh, the- a somewhat indecipherable pairing of... Life After Life and uh, Fiona Mazel's Wake Up Lonely. Right. Uh, I don't understand that. I didn't understand that pairing either. But the, And this is another one of those. 
Um, this is, although it makes a little more sense. A little more sense. They, ga- they gave us a little bit of a uh, reasoning for it. This time it's Avenue of Mysteries by John Irving. And of course, John Irving is John Irving. Yeah. And in the same sort of way. Uh, a Spool of Blue Thread by Ann Tyler, which I think we all thought was going to be the last Ann Tyler book. Uh, she had said that she was thinking about retiring, and now it turns out she's got one of the Hogarth Shakespeare's coming out later this year. Oh, cool. Uh, What's Vinegar Girl. She's taking on Taming of the Shrew. Oh, awesome. And I was like, yeah, of course. If yeah. anybody can redeem Taming of the Shrew, it's Ann Tyler. It's already been redeemed by 10 Things I Hate About You. We can tell you this. We're going to go weekly-ish. Yeah. We're going to do... Uh, the month of March. For the month of March, we're going to do an episode every week to talk about the ups and downs of the tournament, just like last year. Yeah. So tune in. Tune in. Check out. Uh, let's go to recommendations. Yeah. Let's recommend something that you should read. Um in the midst of the tournament to take a break or uh, something to in between all of these other books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got one. Do you? Oh, you should go. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, this book is already like at the top of my list and I can't imagine that too many things are going to go above it for the calendar year. Uh, Charlie Jane Anders is all the birds in the sky. Oh yeah. I'm so excited to read that. It is the first time I've ever experienced um, fantasy and sci-fi in a modern setting where the two feel like they actually inhabit the same world. And they're not like it, it one doesn't win out over the other one in terms mm-hmm. of interest or plausibility. Um, I hope that this book is like the next, the night circus in terms of even non genre readers hopping on board. It is, so fun and it's like it's a perfect book to take a break with because you'll blast through it you'll have a great time and then you can go back to sad books like our souls at night or a little life um my recommendation is something that caught me by surprise um the art of racing in the rain by garth stein yeah now it's it's so good um, it reignited something that um, is, it's like a, for me, it's like a pilot light. It never quite goes out, but it can be like lit up into the entire, <laughs> it's, uh, is, is I love books that are narrated by dogs. Um, and it's a strange genre, but it's a great genre. Um, you like dogs? <laughs> stop that. <laughs> um, it started with Beverly Cleary's Ribsy. Sure. And uh, there's, I'm sure many more in there. Um, I love the bit in uh, 2 a.m. at the cat's pajamas that's partially oh, yeah, narrated I by the dog. I forgot about that. Um, oh, you, man, you have to read Night in the Lonesome October. I have another one, too, that I just got, Dog's Body um, oh, yeah. by Diane Wynne-Jones. Uh, and, you know, that's it from us. We're very excited about the tournament. Yeah. The Rooster Crows at Dawn. We also have a lot of time until then. I was going to say, it's always that weird thing if we get very excited and then we have like six weeks. <laughs> so many damn books, Ello account. <laughs> you can find us on Ello. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We're pretty lo-fi. <laughs> we the worst. These are the worst jokes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>